Okay, we've decided to do this episode on the MissCon pageants in Japan. And Mm -hmm. this episode idea came specifically from a New York Times article that came out. Uh, When was it? When did it come out? Oh, this year, 2022. Yes, in November. It came out in November 2022. Um, anyway, okay, first thoughts, <laughs> initial thoughts. What did you guys not well, maybe not about the article, but what did what do you guys, uh, about the miscon pageants? What do you guys, what are your thoughts about them? Uh, when I when I hear of miscon or beauty pageant in university, it's kind of related to to me, uh, the announcer in. Mm. Yeah. Broadcast, yeah. Because a lot of female announcer uh, came from, like, Miss Gong or Beauty Pageant in university. So, and in media, a lot of people, like, what do you know? So, they're going to be こう、すごいね、みたいな。ミスコン出身なのすごいね、みたいな。ああ。のを結構テレビでも言うから、アナウンサーっていうのが一番イメージとしては強い、なんかミスコン。うん。I becoming an announcer mm. um, or a model usually yeah. and you get yeah. scattered by these talent agencies mm-hmm. and um, close to the end of the article there was a woman saying that uh, she thinks there's a lot of things that could be fixed about the contest but she doesn't want them to go away because it really changed her life in the job mm. for opportunities that she was offered mm. um, and there is another quote about how um, so these miscon contestants are valued more uh, for their looks than their skills or knowledge mm. um, and, and it doesn't matter even if they get jobs as television announcers but the men who appear on news and other television programs like these male announcers they're probably um, they're usually experts in their field and so the the women they're uh, from what I get from this article is more like female announcers are there. They just look pretty and maybe just yeah. pose questions and they aren't especially. Um, mm. it, it, it's a strange concept to me that they would be experts. Mm. Even though they're on television as mm. news anchors. Oh.、え、これでもさ、俺ちょっとさ、思ったんだけどさ、男のアナウンサーの方がエクスパートとかって思っちゃったんだけど。
見た目とキャラクターだけで決まってるところがアナウンサー多いのかなって。Maybe like announcers are based アナウンサーは judged based on their appearance more compared to like、um, journalists or reporters maybe and I think usually journalists and reporters are experts but not announcers Mm. And I think it's true that female announcers are more judged based on their appearances compared to male、mm. announcers. That's for sure. That's for、mm. sure. You can, you know, see、um, there's a popular or like famous announcer in Japan, Karube san, <laughs> Mr. Karube, <laughs> who is not really.、Um, Good looking based on like conventional standards,、mm-hmm. you know, but he has a really good and funny character, so he、mm. is really famous for that. But there's not many female、um, announcers who are not good looking. So if you want to be a、um, female announcer, you have to be good looking. That's like the first、uh, criteria, I think.、Mm. I see. Yeah, no, it's definitely noticeable. And typically, I don't think I've seen more than, well, maybe in some, it depends on the program, but usually it's, if it's three announcers, it'll almost always be two male and one female. I feel from what I've seen or noticed on Japanese TV shows, there's the female announcers are usually in the minority.、Uh, but I think it depends on the program, though.、Mm-hmm. Yeah.、Uh, Yeah, but especially like the late night ones, it's very male dominated, I've noticed.、Uh, I mean, the same goes、yeah. for the US, though.、Uh, mm. <laughs> most late night shows are, are male dominated.、Um, mm. But I, I do feel like American、uh, newscasters or announcers tend to be more,、um, regardless of their sex or gender, I feel like they're definitely more、uh, well versed in what they're talking about. I'm thinking more like the Good Morning America,、no. uh, um, like the news uh, uh, programs. It, it's definitely a different feeling, the US and Japan.、Mm. Um, I also、mm. thought the beginning of the article was interesting when the、um, Yuki Iozumi、mm. she was saying that her arms are looking too muscular. In the wedding dress that she's wearing,、mm. and it was also her friends that told her that her body had changed since doing karate.、Mm. That was really disturbing to me. The the、mm. fact that she thought that muscles weren't、uh, beautiful, like that it's too masculine.、Mm. I think I've also heard people say, like, there's Such thing as pretty muscles and non pretty muscles in terms、mm. of like how you sculpt your body. Like Pilates will give you pretty muscles, whereas weightlifting will give you、uh, manly muscles. I see. Yeah, that,、mm. that, that disturbed me. <laughs> and, and for her friends to kind of mention, like, oh, your body's changed.、Mm. Um, actually, but I don't, it doesn't exactly say how the friends were talking about it, but if it wasn't that way, that would be disturbing to me. 
yeah the fact that not her but her friends told her yeah yeah it's one thing for you to think that about yourself but it's another thing for your friends to be enforcing that and to be maintaining that that beauty standard Mm. or yeah to be encroaching that on you enforcing that on you right I think also there's typically race is excluded from these articles but uh, so when in one of the following lines it says that her goal was uh, traditional femininity to me that is more white femininity because mm-hmm. uh, traditional femininity, I mean, there's traditional femininity in all parts of the world, and they're different depending on what part of the world you are from. Mm-hmm. But I think a key word or a key part of this sentence that's missing is that it's white femininity that they're oh. looking for. Um, so. Or like it, like the idea of like, oh, I, I, I'm too weak. Oh, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> how to do anything i'm very pretty like take care of me that is very much white femininity to me oh interesting Mm -hmm. so what does asian femininity look like in the u.s Mm, i'm not sure i'm not sure but i think japan really at least right now really takes from that idea of white femininity Mm. but for example latin american femininity uh-huh. is not like oh take care of me i'm weak the stereotype is that um, they're much stronger they voice their opinions um they're very loud <laughs> that's the stereotype <laughs> stereotype not the truth for everyone right but that's the stereotype and that they're voluptuous like they have curves whereas um <laughs> japanese at least the femininity that people aspire to and like the white femininity is more like thin um Mm -hmm. think about like supermodel type bodies yeah that's the image that i get for it and another thing that's different the that was different so this article made sure to emphasize that uh, academic academics are rarely mentioned and that public service is not a prerequisite for entering most of the contests and so you can definitely tell this this article is meant for americans because american beauty pageants these are usually um, important parts of the competition mm. and so like what kind of service you do um, or what um, causes you're most passionate about like you caring about the world, those are very central to the Miss America or Miss Universe pageants. Mm. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, for these university, and especially because these are university pageants, the fact that academics aren't involved, I think would be uh, strange to mm. many Amer- Americans. That's true. But the type of public service that was mentioned was I think the winner I forget her name but she said that she went to Cambodia talked about her experience there that's another thing I think in Japan um I mean of course uh, this um, a lot of Americans talk about like oh we need to it's like the white savior complex of like Mm. we need to go help 
those people suffering in Africa or like mm. suffering in third world countries, like poor them. And this gives me the similar feelings of like, oh, we should help those who are um, not as well off, but we don't look at the uh, at what kind of help the people in our own country mm. need. So there's a lot of there's people who are struggling in Japan. And so what about like issues like trying to trying to help or solve issues in Japan? Mm. Like it's not like it's all unicorns and rainbows in our own countries and we're pitying these other um, countries and kind of looking down on them. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, so true. Like you yeah. see in Japan a lot of like you see a lot of like uh, organizations are like we're giving like clean water to Africans and then you see a bunch of like African children in these ads. I, I saw a lot of those ads in Japan. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it, I think there's I don't know if it still constitutes as white savior if it's in Japan, but there's a lot of it still. Mm. Yeah, there was a there's a funny video where um, because that happened so often of um, people like in the United States or, <laughs> or like Japan saying like we need to help these people in Africa. Um, there was I think a school in Africa some African country, I forget, but um, it was a country in Africa, maybe a school, where they made a video where they were like, oh, we're, please donate to our organizations. We're raising money to help those suffering in Norway. Um, they're really in need of heaters. I mean, it's super cold there. So please help <laughs> donate money for the poor Norwegians or something. Anyways, I think it was like Norway. I don't know. It was some like funny, something like that <laughs> where they like turned it on its head and they're like, we don't need your pity. Like, <laughs> right. there's people in these rich countries who um, are like in need of help too. Anyways, uh, it's it, that's another point that uh, was troubling to me from yeah. this from this um, competition. Hey, Miscon, do you think it should be they should all be abolished? That uh, that Miscon in university. Or do you think that there is there could be another for, type of miscon in university? What do you think? What do you think, Kinika? Okay. Mm. Okay. To be honest, mm. um, I don't think miscon should be abolished altogether because mm. it's a good advertisement for universities. There are several famous um, private universities in Japan, especially in Tokyo, metropolitan area. And these universities all have Miss Cons or Mr. Cons in some kind of form. And they advertise it very well. And they attract so many students who are looking for opportunities to get into, you know, celebrity world or genokai or maybe looking for um, to be an, an announcer or newscasters, those who are interested in those worlds may find it um, very useful to get into those universities so that they can work for news industries or med media industries. So um, I know that uh, Mr. Cons and Miss Cons are 
kind of toxic and perpetuate uh, stereotypical um, gender roles and things like that. Um, I don't think they should be like banned or abolished altogether. That's my opinion. Mm. What do you think, Kai? So you're basically saying that they don't have to be abolished because it they advertise universities? Yeah, I feel like universities yeah. are using those contests as an mm. ad. Ad, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, personally, I... Mm, that's difficult. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, I mean, yeah, as you said, miscons, especially miscons, are so toxic because... Mm-hmm. Uh, women are based only by appearance by men mostly by men and they are like sort of objectified and the power balance is like it's not fair but at the same time I think that uh, there could be a place where people can appeal their appearance because for example like when we get into university we people are judged by their intelligence and like we are judged by some sort of parts of ourselves and appearance appearance is one of them so mm-hmm. あ、ちょっと待って。難しい、ちょっと待って。その見た目だけで判断される<笑> フィールドに見た目っていうのがあっても他のところでジャッジされるのと何がこっちでジャッジするのは OKだけど見た目でジャッジするのはいけないってなるのはどうなんでなんだろうっていう。I Okay, so first of all, I don't think, I don't think that uh, these should be called beauty pageants. If mm. people are participating in these, okay, let's just focus on the women's competition. Mm. If mm. women are competing in this just to become an announcer or a model, I think they should have competitions not called beauty pageants mm. or Miss Con. They should be like announcer competitions, and then mm-hmm. like a media company could come in and be like these are our mm. what we're looking for 
and then just say it outright. I have, I have a problem with this. Well, one because they're calling it a beauty pageant, but more so people are doing it to get jobs. Mm. Uh, and so I think you should name it what it is. And mm. so rather than call it a beauty pageant, call it um, announcer competition or something, or a model competition. Right. Mm. And then I think secondly, I think it's the what's so wrong about judging people on how they look is that the public has a very narrow view of what beautiful is. Mm. And so if that definition of beauty was expanded more, I think that would be okay. And I think oh. to me, beauty is not just how you look, but it's also what's on the inside. Like, what are you doing? It doesn't sit well with me that people are telling, are determining whether or not you're beautiful. I think what matters more is what are you doing to improve the lives of people around you and um, like helping those around you. Why is beauty, why does beauty matter so much? But again, people could argue that it's an important part of being an announcer. That doesn't sit well with me either. Cause I think you should really, what should be most important is if you're good at that job, not if you look good on camera, like conventionally pretty on camera, like, um, I think you should, but straight up, it's what's most important is just that you're good at the job. Mm-hmm. So I think one, mm-hmm. what needs to change is like what they're called. Be transparent mm-hmm. about like what they're for. Also, I think it's very strange that they come out wearing wedding dresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> That is very strange. And also <laughs> the idea that it's like, because a white wedding dress is, the meaning behind it is that they're virgins. That's why it's white. So it's supposed to signify that they're pure that they're not tainted and why does that matter <laughs> today yeah. in 2020 anymore mm. um also it signifies to me that they think that women they're meant to be to they have to marry or like that's their like one part of life is that they should be should marry someone mm. um and that's like an ideal that's something to aspire to and so that's, that's something else that's problematic and so but I think the main thing for me is that they should just name it what it is, which is like mm-hmm. a competition to get a job as an announcer or model. I see. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the fact that these contests are backed up by universities? So in the article, it was saying that Aoyama Gakuin, I think, I think it was Aoyama. They were they're not no longer associated with the school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. And and to the point about that they're advertisements for the university, I think, to me, what would be better advertisement is whether they have good academics. Because the school is supposed to be for academics, first and foremost, and it's supposed to help you. Uh, maybe in Japan, it's not, like, <laughs> what it is. But it's a, it's a place where you're supposed to learn something. Mm-hmm. And so wouldn't it be better uh, to be like, look how many people we have going into i don't know business politics look Mm. how many entrepreneurs we have because japan i think doesn't really have that many entrepreneurs Mm. and if if schools keep being like oh well um that's not great advertising if they don't start trying to advertise something else then it'll always stay this way 
So even if it doesn't seem like great advertising to change to something different, it's still something. Hmm. At least they are changing. So I really Mm -hmm. think, sure, like it's great to give these women jobs. um, And if if they really love those jobs that they're getting, but I don't think they should be run by the school. And I don't think it should be a beauty pageant. I think it should be run. Well, uh, I don't know who it should be run by, but I don't think it should be run by institutions that are meant to educate mm-hmm. their students. Okay. Maybe it can be run by these media companies. うん。昔は自治体がやってたらしいよ、ミスコンって。自治体っていうか、ローカルオトリティがやってたんだって。めっちゃ昔だけど。え、でも今でもなんかあるかなミス東京みたいな。あ、あるか。うん。確かに。で
プレッシャーやっぱすごいんだろうなって思った。うん、I totally agree.Yes, 100%.Yeah.、うん、あとやっぱでも男だとなんかあんまり正直自分がどう見られてるかっていうのはなんかそこまで影響なかったかな日本でもアメリカでも。なんかあんまやっぱジャッジされてる感じがない気がする。い、mm-hmm. や、yeah, I think it's super strong for women in Japan. East Asian culture, where,、um, like, I remember going to my friend's house and her grandma was there. They're Chinese. And the grandma, the first thing was like, ah, she's beautiful. And I'm like, oh, that feels <laughs> so uncomfortable. Like, <laughs>、um, instead of like, oh, welcome to our home, it's like,、mm-hmm. first comment is something about how you look. Oh. Or not like, oh, hey, like, Uh, great to have you here. Do you want like some water, anything to drink? Or I don't know, like make yourself at home. It's where like it's straight into it is a comment about how we look. That must have been shocking.、Mm. Yeah, I, I think, but I think it's pretty common though. Um, um, but, but maybe it's a way for people to like try to welcome you. Be like, oh, I think you look great. You are welcome into this home. Maybe it's. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's their way of. Welcoming people, I don't know.、Hmm. Um, but another part of these competitions that I find disturbing is that a lot,、um, I think it was the time they're student run, and so the sexual harassment that happens, right? It's they're not put accountable. Like, there's the line in the article where there a person said, like We've really warned people within the committee to not sexually harass people, but there's not much we can do. Well. <laughs> One thing you can do is get rid of the people who are sexually harassing other people. Like, that's something you can do.、Mm. And, like, replace them with people who don't sexually harass <laughs> these contestants. Yeah.、Um, and so, th- a lot more safeguards need to be put in place because that is ridiculous. Because,、mm. I mean, if、uh, women really, like, these participants like, love doing the competition. I think more power to them. If they enjoy it, I think they should do it. They should be able to do it, but they should be, do it, be able to do it safely、mm. without having to worry course, about the harassment.、Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the eating disorders, it, the article also talks about a, a woman who would, was so hungry at night, she would just break down crying whenever she went to bed because she was just、Uh-oh. so hungry. So that's, sad. That's, yeah, it's also.、Um, yeah. Yeah, so like, like you guys were saying, just so many、mm, bad things about the contest. But yeah, there are some things that I, I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult, but I think there are some things that could, could be seen as things to keep.、Mm. Okay, I have one last question. Okay. Okay. If you guys could design your own contest, how would you do it? Oh. And would you participate if it was your own contest? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What would you be looking for? And what kind of outfits would you have them wear? 
Also, would it be co-ed? Would it be men and women in the same competition? Or would it be just women, just men? Oh, here's another thing. Who would you let watch the competition? Because it said that there was a 47-year-old <laughs> who was watching these pageants. Um, would it just be university students that you'd let in? Or would it be everyone? I think that's a great idea, but I would also make it so that they cannot spend more than max a hundred on their outfit. Ah, interesting. Yeah, so you can wear whatever you want, but it can't be too much. So that'll make it a little even. I think maybe maybe a hundred dollars a little too much. But well, I mean, we'll adjust it so that it's like medium for like people's incomes. But so that there's not people who stick out or like who who try to go above and beyond. And you can tell that they've just had they have so many more resources than everyone else. Um and so that people who don't have all that financial backing, they can still come out doing something great. Oh, good idea. Yeah, we don't want any more wedding dresses. In this talent show, <laughs> unless it's like a play, I don't know, but mm. actual wedding dresses that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Kinuko? I would say a stand up comedy contest, Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like one hour is too long for me, so I would limit uh, to let's say maximum 10 minutes. 10 yeah. minutes. Stand up comedy contest. That sounds fun. Oh, each Yeah. And you can wear whatever you want. And there's nothing you cannot talk about. You can talk whatever you really? want. <laughs> as long as it's like, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure about that. Sorry. But that's But. great because that's also advertising for the university. Also, these people get, can become tarento. Like, yeah. like, If they wanted to, if their act is like super amazing, super hilarious, if they're like super funny people.、Mm. Yeah.、Um, so it could still be a way to get into the media industry. Yes, 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 yes. Even without like judging you for your looks.、Mm-hmm. I think these are great ideas. We should pitch these to Aoyama Gakuin. <laughs> 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 We should start our own festivals. I don't know. Oh. That's tough. For some reason, <laughs> I want people, like one of the outfits, I don't know what my contest would be, but all I want is to see people in pajama onesies. You know, with like the characters <laughs> that come out as like a penguin or like a unicorn or like a piggy. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> And then they, we, would dra- we, would, we would assess them on their walk, how much they can sell the outfit. Right? Are we wanting to wear that onesie after they've walked the stage? <laughs> I, think, I think it would be beautiful. It would be a beautiful sight to see. 
Yeah, I would apply for that contest. I would. Yeah. And I would wear a Totoro onesie. Oh, that would be amazing. If there's yeah. any. And another another criteria would be like, how comfortable are you making the onesie look? Are you laying down on the stage for me? Are you like sleeping <laughs> for me? Like, did you bring your own pillow? You know, these are all things that we need to judge. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be so much fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. I want that competition. It. I would watch that. That needs to be like a Christmas <laughs> thing. You know, like in the US, we have the Macy's Day Parade for Thanksgiving. In Japan, Kentucky Fried Chicken, <laughs> your Christmas cake, and then we have your onesie competition. Ooh. Yes. Oh. And then it would be great, great for all these stores because they would just sell out of onesies. Oh. Money making day. Oh. Such a great business opportunity. Yes, we should set up a onesie company. Set up this competition. Set up our own onesie company. <laughs> Capitalize on this. <laughs> no, we should make our own cafe that sells fried chicken and cake uh, and sells onesies. Oh my gosh. All in one. Oh and you can listen God. to this podcast at the cafe. Oh. No music. Just the podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. No, no, we make our own university. (laughs) We do not limit ourselves. We make our own university. (laughs) It's where we teach people how to make onesies. (laughs) We'll make our own onesie empire. It'll be great. Onesie Empire, yes. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll wrap that up. Mm. It's a long episode. <laughs> See you guys next week. Yeah. See you. Hey everyone. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. Before you go, make sure to share this episode with someone, rate it, and make a comment. Sending all good vibes and tune in next week for our following episode. Bye bye. Bye bye.